coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. We're alive. John, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Hi. Let me turn down this sound. Okay. Pitmaster and the Doc here. We got some. Uh, we got some to- talking to do about some fights that just were uh, were this past week, and and um, oh my God, there was uh, there was well, at least two fights that were, were could have been fight of the night, um, and then all of a sudden came the main event. I was thinking of uh, Mike Perry against. Uh, Mickey Gall. Yeah, that was that was a good fight. Uh, not quite fight of the night, but it was it was pretty action packed. Anytime you got uh, anytime you got uh, platinum Mike Perry, you got a fight of the night. Do you know my, Do you know him? He seems entertaining. I've talked to him a couple of times. I don't know him well at all. He just seems like a really really nice guy in person, but he he seems to be very transparent. I mean, like extreme. He like he'll probably meet you and tell you his bank account and his every secret he has and his biggest insecurities. He just, he just seems like an, a guy that just, he doesn't keep anything in. Did you pick up any tips during that fight? Like how to corner, <laughs> how to corner tips. Did you, did you see? So in Mike Perry's corner was his girlfriend and that was it. That was the story of that fight is he had no team. He had no coaches. Well, he he did. He had his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. So he had not a traditional corner. No. And she was like her her the extent of her (laughs) in between rounds uh, instruction was, where do you want the ice? No, no. And it was also this: you look good, baby. You need to work on these. You need to add these to your repertoire. (laughs) But he it worked. He won. It worked. It worked great. She was, it was a very quiet corner. They spent one of the commercial breaks. They just went to her the corner. It, like for 60 seconds, it was pretty quiet. And it was like, oh, do you want me to put the ice here? Where should I put the ice? Okay. And so, he just sat there, got his water, drank his water, went back out there and performed. What would yeah. you think of that fight? I, I think it was a good fight. Um, I think he could have done a little better with some cornering. Um. But he's, he's, I mean, as he's admitted, he's not going to do what the corner says most of the time. He knows what to do. Uh, I think the main thing it seems like he talks about the most is the money. He wants to save money on a corner. Um, is that, so yeah, I didn't know the circumstances of this. I think that's part of it. And then uh, he doesn't like when a corner belittles the fighter at all, which I don't either. And I, you'll never see me doing that. But sometimes they need to be motivated. And I, I don't do it in a negative way. And I don't believe in that. But sometimes they do need to be motivated. Sometimes, especially in a light, a, a close fight, um, you know, where, where the technique isn't as important as the, as, the, as the output. You need more output sometimes. You just need more of something. Or maybe more of anything. 
And sometimes the corner is good for that. Sometimes there are some techniques and some strategies you want to change up and tell them in the corner. Because sometimes as a corner man, you notice things that your fighter not might not be picking up on. Or you see something that you think will work. So a corner can be very important. Sometimes it's better to just give them water and just give them some motivation. You're doing great. Or you need to do more of this. Or never say you're losing the round. Never say you're losing the fight. But you can say you need to knock them out to win. As long as it's kept positive. So. Yeah, so um, he did, it, it, we did go to decision. Yeah. But he mounted Mickey Gall a he, couple he, times, and it was pretty brutal. He won the fight. He, he won, won the fight. It was a close fight. I mean, it wasn't a I – I don't think there was a 10-8 round, but he definitely won the fight. I mean, there was – I don't think anybody was surprised. I mean, that was, yeah. Plus, you got to like Mike Perry's post-win uh, celebration. That's always good. And then his interviews, he's worth it. He, he's entertaining. He's very entertaining. He's very transparent. He's he's him. He, I don't think he hides anything. He just, he is what he, he is. He is who he is. He's not, he's not apologetic. And, and he, he says what's on his mind. I mean, you can't really, I mean, you can find him offensive. Okay. But... You, you can't really you you have to you have to respect them you have to and if you don't you're just you're just not a very respectful person so that was the co-main and then uh the five round main fight was uh dustin poirier against dan hooker yeah so this one yeah. fight of the night probably oh god that was well of, deserved that could be fight that could be fight of the year and I know we've said that before, and I don't, I don't know for a fact. I can't think of other fights right this second, but um, that was a fucking fight, man. Those guys went back and forth. I honestly, I can see Dustin winning, and I could have seen Dan winning. I think more Dustin than Dan, but I wouldn't have complained if it was Dan. But that was a back-and-forth fucking battle. It was more satisfying the way it went, though, because Dustin won the fifth round. Yeah. And so it's kind of nice to see the guy that survives the whole fight and wins the end of the fight win the fight. So yeah, uh, I, I thought he deserved it anyway. He probably won the last three rounds. Uh, but, man, they both were beat up. And Dan Hooker, like, it, I thought both of his eyes were swollen shut when they were announcing the winner. But he was able to barely get them open. He was apparently transported to the hospital on a stretcher. So, I don't know. I haven't heard what his injuries were. But. I think a lot of that was just straight-up exhaustion. I mean, that fight was that fight was taxing on both of them. And it was a great fight. Um yeah, if I if I was a judge, Poirier would have won three rounds to two. Um, but like I said, if I was in Poirier's corner and they gave it to Hooker, I wouldn't complain about it. But I definitely, if I was the judge, I would have gave it to Poirier. So, and also his takedown defense, wasn't he in round five? I think uh, Dan Hooker was done and wanted this to be on the ground. And yeah, Dustin Poirier did a great job of defending the takedowns. Yeah, he, he even tried for some of his patented... Uh, guillotines which he couldn't sink them in but um that was a good fight so fight of the night um, also dustin's cardio after oh, five well, rounds of that at the end he, he was wanted still, to go one more he, he, he went up to him he goes something like he got it sounded like he was saying let's go one more but he looked like he could have i oh mean his God. cardio was pretty impressive because the output those guys had 
was huge. Yeah. Um, they were not just chasing each other around. There was a lot of striking going on. And that he still looked like he could go farther after five rounds was impressive. So yeah. Dustin Poirier's cardio was yeah and something it, to think about in his future fights. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's something to think about for you guys when you're training that uh, it did make a difference. In the last round, who, who ended up stronger? Who came out stronger? It was Dustin and uh, cardio, cardio a lot of times. I've said this. 10 billion times cardio sometimes makes a difference if all other things are equal or even if things you know are pretty equal a lot of times cardio can you know mean the difference between a win and loss so we got that one then we got uh volante against green talk about cardio this is this is is volante a heavyweight yeah yeah it was now yeah, well, he he's fought at uh, light heavy, but he's he looked like a heavy. Well, he was. He weighed in at yeah, two fifty so. or something. Yeah. yeah, that's the heaviest he's ever won. I weighed in. Um, one almost every minute of the fight. And then there's like a minute and a half to go. They're both exhausted, but he falls asleep. Not literally, but falls asleep on. Uh, in um on top of uh, a grant green while he's pounding him i mean he's winning every he's winning every exchange for the most part he's winning the fight every every minute going into the last minute and a half and he kind of falls asleep on on green on top of him ground upon him he just kind of he just kind of puts his his you know he he relinquishes his posture on green and gets tapped out with a didn't even look like an arm, arm, you know, an arm triangle. Uh, it was more of a smothering. Yeah, it was just he just kind of he kind of tweaked him really hard, and and I never I thought he was just gonna punch his way for the next minute and a half, but he ended up tapping. He got tapped. Out. I was caught by surprise, oh, but God. the commentators were like, "What?" They couldn't explain what happened until they saw it over. Yeah, <laughs> well, even he, when they saw it over, it was not a yeah, it wasn't typical, traditional, no. a typical submission move. So yeah, that was. Uh, that was uh, that was a heavy another race. another. So where does Maurice Green come out of? He's out of uh, he uh, he he. I don't know where he was training, but he wanted he wants to make a you know he wanted to go to a big gym. So he he like he was with Winkle John. He right? went to yeah he went to Jackson Wink and and you know just said fuck it I want to give I want to put it all out there and he moved his family out and this win enabled him to financially move to New Mexico and train with him. It was a really good story. I mean, he cried uh, in the post-fight, um, uh, you know, interview. And it was because this fight, because he got the win bonus of this fight, it enabled his family to pursue his dream. And they now they can afford to move to uh, to New Mexico and train at, at Jackson's, Jackson's gym. So it was, it was, a, it was a really good touching um, uh, interview. And I thank God for him and, after that, I was glad he won just because he was so open and, and vulnerable and, and he was like so honest, you know, just after that, you got to know him a little bit. I was like, yeah, I'm glad he won. I don't, I don't even know either of them, either of them really, but I'm glad he won because now he can move his family out and he can pursue his dream. So bang, we had that one. And then uh, the only one, I mean, the one before that was a, another easy fight. If that one. I think if uh, 
if Poye and Hooker didn't go the way it did, uh, um, Allen and uh, Dukakos, Dukakos uh, would have made fight of the night. That fight, that fight definitely uh, Allen won. But it went back and forth and back and forth, ground, standing, punching, trading, submission attempts. It was it was the whole package. If if it wasn't for uh, um, the the war that uh, Poye and um, and um, and uh, Hooker had, that would have been fight of the night. That was a great fight. Definitely thought Allen won, and he did. But it definitely was a back and forth battle. So it was a good. I mean. I think the only thing about this fight was the controversial judging, right? That this was a fight. Yeah, one guy gave, gave him thirty to twenty-seven. To, one guy uh, to Allen, but one guy didn't. Did. Kyle win one of the rounds? Yeah, he won decisively. The, he he won the last round, and and people were like, "Why?" But I mean, that's that's. I mean, it wasn't like crazy. You know, if it was really controversial, they would have given Kyle all three rounds, um, and the. Uh, I mean, all three judges, you know. So the fact that they uh, gave it to, um, they didn't give him one round was pretty, I mean, it wasn't the, to be honest, though, the last round wasn't that one-sided. I thought he won and the other two judges did and the announcers definitely did, but it wasn't like a one-sided massacre. So, I mean, that that's that's about as controversial as the judging can get. Um, I wish that's, <laughs> I, I wish that was the case. But, well, I don't know that some of the comments were about the judges, if they're mainly boxing judges, do they understand what's going on in the grappling and, and stuff like that, which happened in round three? Yeah, yeah, could have, that could have been it, but it was, it was a close round, you know, but all right, so another one. And, and, and it, who, who, who was complaining? Was it? I think it was this thing. Dominic oh, Cruz <laughs> saying the judges oh, yeah. should get their eyes checked. Yeah. He, he complains. Yeah, he complained when they stopped his fight. Remember that? Right. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So then we got um, who was the 20 year old that fought? I didn't see the prelim. The girl. Oh, I didn't see that. She's 20 years old. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kay Hansen. She looks strong. I just yeah. saw the highlights of her, but she's 20 years old. Oh, yeah. um, came out. I think it was her UFC debut. That was I on the, the undercard. Another interesting fight was that really tall guy Woodson against another one, Erosa. They're like what? They're like fifty fivers, and they're like six two and shit. They're they're tall. Um, Woodson came out banging on that one. It looked like he was going to take it. And he ended up getting. Uh, but but Erosa was always in too. Um, uh, and then I think I think he tapped him in the third round for the guillotine. Yeah, something. it was a submission in round three. Yeah, but that was that was a good fight too. Um, some good up and coming guys. Woodson is lanky. He's like he's like got a longer reach than most middleweights. Um, so it was a good card, good card, good fights. I didn't see the prelims. Um, I just saw the main card. But Poye, I, I I don't know what's next for Poye. I mean, what was his last fight? Poye's last fight. Uh, I'll pull it up. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like both of them. You know, they're like 20 and 9 or, you know, I mean, their records are, are good, but not, I mean, they kind of go up and down, both of them. You know, they just. Poirier's record's a little better. Yeah, it was, I think it's I think it's 27 and 9 or something. Um, but, uh, so he beat that, I mean, his last fight before this was, uh, 
he beat okay so he beat to, yeah he lost to he lost to uh Khabib. Khabib and then he beat he beat Holloway so I mean beating Holloway that's a big feat so uh, you know he beat Justin Gaethje too yeah he beat Gaethje and Peta so I mean if his only loss was and Alvarez and Alvarez oh his shit. only loss is Khabib is that's okay I didn't know that. I, I I didn't think that. I thought he had a couple of losses thrown in there, but that was a long time ago. Then he hasn't been losing much at all. I mean, if his only loss lately has been to Khabib, I say he's he's in line. He's in line to try to fight whoever wins, right? He was number three. Yeah. So it's going to be Gaethje Khabib as the next fight. I don't know. Is that scheduled? Have you heard? No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Either. I'm sure it'll be on the on the Fight Island. I can't wait to see a fight on Fight Island. That's going to be crazy. They're coming up July 11. Is that that's upcoming shit. fights? That's like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, going to be this Usman, is it, against, Usman against Gilbert. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's the next fight is UFC 251 from uh, Fight Island. Is it really outside? It's like on the beach. It's, <laughs> it's like it's it's crazy. The only thing I don't like about it, I hope Glover doesn't get a fight there. He probably will. Is um, is uh, just so far. I mean, it's just such a far plane plane ride. It's like I think it's like a 12, 15 hour plane There's ride. There's four fight dates on Fight Island in a row. Oh yeah, all in July. Holy shish kebab! So they're just getting them all out there. Huh? Whitaker Till. Oh, that'll be war. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a few. This next one coming up with Usman Burns. There's a couple other title fights, I believe, on this yeah. card. I'll look it up here. Huh. There's so, uh, there are. Oh, we got uh Max Holloway and Volkanovski are two. fighting. Yeah, and against Aldo. Oh yeah. That's and then good Jessica place. Andrade. So okay, so that's the card. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Uh, so up July eleventh. So we got some good stuff. So that was a good fight this weekend. Um, and I think it proved that my biggest takeaways from the fight were Erosa against uh, Woodling, Woodland. Was it Woodland? Yeah. Um, Erosa won because he was able to, he was able to overcome Woodland's superior reach. And he was w- able to control the distance and I think that's why he won the fight. I think he lost the first round, but then he started he started finding the range and getting inside of uh, of uh, Woodland Woodson Woodson's reach, and he just started landing more, more, more frequency. And then he got a takedown and submission, all because of distance. And I think, um, and I think the main event, uh, Poye versus Hooker. And um, Volante versus Green, I think those fights, I think conditioning had a had a had a you know big thing to do with them. I think, um, I think the fact that Poirier was so much fresher in the last round, and Green was able to hang in there, and Volante kind of fell asleep on him. I think that has to do with conditioning. So distance is king. But conditioning can can make the difference between winning and losing a fight. Wait then. Well, the other takeaway was your corner. Oh. Who you pick in your corner? <laughs> Not only that, they talked about him constantly because of that. They went to his corner because of that. It got him more attention, I thought. Yeah. It was I, interesting. 
I think it's foolish not to have a corner unless you're the kind of fighter that just never needs a corner. In fact, when I was boxing, I once fought a guy that had a blind corner man. That's and uh, he was actually pretty well known. If you guys watch this and you're from LA or you live in LA and you're about my age, he was in a lot of corners. I think even some pro corners. He was a blind corner man. I forget his name, but he he was pretty well known. He was out of LA. But anyway, I remember thinking, like, what is what is he going to tell you? Like, it, in the when we gave us inst- instructions in the corner, I mean, in you know the the referee brought us in, in the you know, in the middle of the uh, ring, I was like, how was he going to give you instructions? <laughs> like, I just couldn't figure it out. I, was, I wasn't trying to be a smart ass. I was like, but I mean, sometimes you need a corner. Sometimes a corner can win or lose a fight for you. You know what I mean? And I mean, win or lose a fight for well, you. Well, also, they look out for you. Yeah. Doing the, the key role, if that's the only role they have, is to make a good decision that you won't make for yourself. Yeah, but I think I think that's the one thing that she could have done. I think I think maybe she can't give any technical stuff, but if she saw him hurt, she might be able to stop it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Anyway, I don't know. I we got to talk. We got to talk. Mike, if you watch this, we got to talk. You still need a still still patiently waiting in your a corner man course. I got to do a corner man <laughs> course. And you I will I'm going to comp I'm going to give your wife or your girlfriend, uh, uh, I'm going to give her a scholarship where she can come to my cornerman course for free. And there'll be no putting down. My, my cornerman will never put you down or judge you or any of that. And another thing is you got to pay him though. And you got to pay her too, bro. You know that. Nothing's free in life. Anyway. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. We will see you next week. Thanks for coming. Make, make sure you share this. because this take up is... a guest for next week. There's no fights. Okay. There isn't? No. Okay. All right. Well, let's get, a, let's get a guest. I'll get one. I'll get one. What do you want? Anybody you can think of? Yeah, Mike Perry. I'm going to try to get Mike Perry. <laughs> All right, John. Until next time. See you.